You are listening to the Two Nuts and a Dick podcast, featuring co-hosts Aaron and Adam Livingston and the big dick himself, Mr. Pat Denever. We are live. Pat Denever. 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 So, are you guys familiar with the internet takeover that's going on as we speak? That is about to happen in one hour and two minutes. No. So, so uh, here's the thing. I don't know. I'll, I'll try to give my best explanation of what the hell is going on. I like watch some videos on it, but I'm just not up to like. I'm just like the, all the lingo and stuff. I'm just not well versed with enough to give like a detailed explanation as to like what's going on. But I'll try my best. So basically, the specific internet service that like um deals with like uh different domain names and like just like uh organizes them and creates them. Like, the system that, uh, like, if you type in twitter.com, it, that, it's a system that recognizes what, what specific website you're trying to visit. Mm-hmm. And it, it, uh, and it creates a domain name so we're like, you, uh, like, it's not just a bunch of random numbers. Right. Because, like, before, like, uh, like, the domain name was created, you have to, you have, you used to, you have to, you used to have to type in a bunch of numbers to go to the web address you want. Yeah. And so think about how revolutionary that is. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, um, like, going to different pages on your numbers and shit. And so, like, Anyway, so that whole system has been like exist has been like protected by like um within the United States. So like that system is not to be fucked with. Um, it's not government run. It's like a, it's private. But there's like no there's like been no problem for like the longest time. The unspoken rules. Like, yeah, this is how we condone our yep, internet. Exactly, and that's how it works. Like you go to Twitter.com, you're gonna go to Twitter.com, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so now, um. Like, in one hour, the powers that be in this world completely shifted control of those domain names, of all the domain names on the internet, to the, the I, th- I think, the UN, which has, like, no First Amendment protection ever. There's no, there's no, like, free speech protection in the UN. So, like, right now, the main issue is, like, people are scared shitless of saying, like, holy fucking shit. Like, once, like, people in the UN, like, see stuff they disagree with on the internet... All they have to do is scramble a domain name. Nobody can ever reach these specific, specific websites. So, so they can shut anybody up at any given point, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy who created the system of uh, like IP or not IP, but like specific web addresses and domain names, he said he said like whoever controls that controls the entire internet. And like so, like two hours ago, like all the people like like uh, in our government that were like trying to stop it. Like, they're trying to issue, like, these injunctions with judges, like, telling these judges, like, you need to, like, stop this now, otherwise it's going to be, like, the biggest assault on free speech, like, ever. Like, eventually it's going to get to the point where, like, the people at the UN... So, are you saying there was, like, American government that was fighting for free speech to the world government? Um... Members of our government, like, a very small minority that actually... fuck yeah. Yeah, it is good for them, but they failed. Like, the judge, like, an hour ago, or two hours ago, whatever it was, said, nope, I'm not going to find that injunction. We're going to hand over all the power to the United Nations. And so, like, now it's just a huge fear. Like, okay, so what's stopping these very small, specific group of people from just shutting up thousands of people because they either, like, disagree with them or they don't like them or for a variety of reasons? Here's the thing. There's a lot, there's a lot of kids out there uh, and young adults uh, – your guys' age and younger that are a lot smarter than my generation that have access to things and know about things in terms of 
the internet and on a lot broader scale, I think that will just like broaden the horizons of things like concepts like the black web and a lot of relatable aspects to it. There might be like sub subsidiary aspects of the black web where it's just people are finding out ways to hack and access the internet that have nothing to do with the internet the United Nations govern. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And there's only one internet right now, right? And that was yeah, like, it, the, the guys that created, okay, correct me if, if I'm if wrong. If somebody asks you what is the internet, what the fuck would you even say? Here's, like, here's, it's, it's like, here's, here's it's, the, it's the best, it is the Google. Right? <laughs> here's, my, here's my best idea, is that the internet is anyone that accesses the internet, you automatically, like, your computer becomes part of it. Mm-hmm. Where, like, all your storage space and everything automatically becomes part of the internet to spread its wings. It's just a system of interconnected computers. It's just like a network of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, wasn't it the big thing about the guys that created the internet? They're like, we can only have the one. So that way, like, information is that much more accessible and things like that. If if there was a... Is, is that correct? I honestly don't know. I, so, explain to me again how how somebody at the UN would be able to shut up somebody... Because they could, like, take their dope, like, the way it works right now is, like, you can only access Twitter.com if you go to Twitter.com. Right. So if they're charged with domain names, they can take what Twitter is, like, and delete the domain for it so nobody can access what it is. And they can do that to any website they want. So you can go to Twitter.com and they're just covered with 404 air. Yeah. Suspended. Correct. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, but what you're saying is that they're not able to, like... Go to anybody individual specific and and block them from what what I'm saying accessing a domain. It's just for every be a blanket like ban for everybody. Like I'm not I'm I'm I. That's the way I understand it, correct? Okay. But like think about it, like if somebody has like a specific YouTube channel, we don't like you. Goodbye. Right. That's that's my main. Here's, like I've said before, I think it's C students in the government. I think the A and B students in the civil private sectors will trump that. I hope so. It's terrifying though because I mean, like, th- so obviously, like, um, the main concern about it is it is that it's like an assault on free speech, or maybe like not as of now, but like it's like a slippery slope. Like we 100%. can't even allow we can't even allow it to happen just because of what might happen. If if you're gonna look at free speech in its true meaning, definitely you can see why a, a, something like that would definitely have a, an impending like. Right. Uh, friction towards what free speech is in its entirety. Because free speech is literally having the right to say anything. Even if it's bigoted or hated by most, it's having mm-hmm. the ability to say it. And everyone is entitled to that right, even though a lot of people shouldn't be. It's Free speech is the basis of progression in any aspect. Mm-hmm. Being able... Like, free... Like, it doesn't even have to be offensive. You could be talking about a technology that people just aren't aware of. Like, can you imagine, like, being in, in 1960s and saying, like, someday we'll be able to put on goggles and fucking be in a virtual world? Like, that's free speech, but, like, people don't even create that without having the ability of 70 years ago of having the dreams to say about it. Like, and, and yeah, definitely having a governing factor where an idea can be stripped away from people being able to access it on a world view, which the internet is, Mm -hmm. I can definitely see why people would be threatened by that. The reason why free speech is so important is because a society of free speech is the only platform that exists where ideas can be spread in the best way possible. 
and the the problem with that is that a lot of good ideas are not popular in their time. For the longest time, slavery was widely accepted as being, you know, socially acceptable. And because of free speech and because we were allowed to talk about why it was total bullshit, that's what led to the freedoms of millions of people. Awesome example. Yeah, so this idea that, and, you know, the internet is the most powerful tool of communication in human history that you can talk to somebody in Australia at the snap of a finger. And give you so, an awesome podcast intro. Exactly. Awesome example. <laughs> you know what is really terrifying about free speech is, it, I mean, the, the issue is kind of like shifting because, like, traditionally, and like the especially the, the American sense of free speech, like typically when you think of like the founding fathers fighting for free speech, like you would think of like the tyrannical like British government was like the oppressors of the United States and stuff like that, right? And openly yeah. being able to say something <laughs> against the English government. Yeah, exactly. So, so like in the it. traditional sense, like that's what most people think. Oh, they think of free, free speech. Right now, like, it's it's not really that anymore. It, it is to an extent, but, like, like let's say, like, you can like, see the examples right now. Like, it's, po- like, certain political dissidents in certain areas. Like, like if you're a Trump supporter, like a Bernie Sanders, like, people are beating the shit out of you for saying something. Mm-hmm. Like, that, in a lot of ways, like, um, on, a, like a, on an individual basis, that's a lot bigger threat to free speech. is just people as opposed to governments. And that's what, like, I think people are just becoming shitty in that sense. That they're not accepting free speech. Yeah, at, at least uh, compared to like like fifty, you know what? fifty sixty years ago, I oh. I, I think like uh, we were like going fucking backwards. I think that America is becoming more divisive based on race, based on uh, political views, stuff like that. You know, what? I'm a hypocrite because at the same time, there's a lot of aspects of free speech that I just can't stand. I can't stand when stupid people are allowed to say stupid things, and it's. And because of that, more people, more stupid people hear it, and they agree with it, and now it's taking as a serious matter. Well, yeah, but other people think that you're stupid, and they can't believe that you have the ability to say stupid things, and that's just what freedom is all about, and you have to love it. <laughs> I suppose, you have yeah. to love it. You have to love it. You, you, I guess. Yeah. You have to. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, it, it's, it's the necessary evil of it. This Colin Kaepernick uh, sitting down from the national anthem, it's his right to do it, our right to criticize him for it. You know, how, what more can you ask for in order to maximize freedom? Anybody who says he doesn't have the right to do that needs to fucking right? die. Right? I know. The, yeah. the thing is, my issue is that he's an idiot because it's... The reason he's doing it is stupid. The reason he's doing it is stupid. You completely have the right to do it. You absolutely have the fucking right to do right. it. And there's people who actually think that he does not have the right there's to do There's people who think that. he like, should lose his job and shit. Right. It's like, who fucking cares? <laughs> it's a fucking... At, he plays a game. Yeah. Why are we taking it the so fact goddamn that, serious? God. It'd be one thing if Barack Obama did it. You know, during... Could the, you imagine? If well, <laughs> that's funny because... Remember when Obama didn't put his hand over his heart when he was running for president in yeah. 2008? That was a big fucking deal. Yeah. Like, they played the National Anthem and, like, everybody in the video had their hand over his heart, but he just had his hands, like, like collapsed like this. He wasn't putting his hand over his heart. And, like, people were fucking furious over something stupid like that. Like, <laughs> something <laughs> retarded. Some of them might have... Like, he was running for president. It might have fucking skipped his fucking thought process. You're right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, he's running for president and he might have diarrhea that day. Forgive him for fucking clenching his fucking butthole. Right. And not exactly. cramming his fucking heart. All right. Like, fuck it. I, I think, like, the main... One... I think one of the biggest misconceptions about, like, my political views is that, like, people mistake, like... um I think patriot you could be patriotic and like proud of your culture 
because, but like, I think from like a nationalistic standpoint, it's stupid. Like the fact that you were born here, but I think like I think it's stupid to be proud of somewhere you were born by chance. Right, yeah. But I think at the same time you can recognize that your culture is way better than other people's cultures. Yeah. And I th- I think because of that, and because you make the choices to um perpetuate perpetuate that culture and like make the the defining culture in like in the world, I think you can be proud of the effort to do that. Like, especially if it leads to, like, the freedom of other people and all sorts of other good shit. Basically the viewpoint of, well, I was born in America. Well, just because I'm here, fuck yeah, I want it to be the best country. Right, yeah. But and then if we're fighting for freedom abroad, I really hope it actually is for freedom. It never is. Unfortunately, to almost everybody, nationalism means that no matter what we do, we're great. Which is the dumbest fucking thing. Right, that's world. what I can't stand, yeah. Definitely. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this internet thing. But I don't know. Like, like I, said, I, I seriously think that like we are at a tipping point with our civilization. So do I. Like we, I, and if we do not correct it like right now, within like the next two years, we're like totally fucked. And up. it's so unfortunate that the majority of human life is just like flirting with the idea that it might even be on the brink of anything. Mm-hmm. Like no one's like yeah. I, I I will fully admit I have to prioritize. My the the monetary system and the fact that I do a nine to five job and things like that, but it was always in the back of my mind that the world is on the brink of huge change, and a lot of people don't even take that in consideration, take huge advantage of the idea that there's anything big about to happen. There's just so many factors at play that like it just do not and that, that, do not spell an optimistic outlook, and, and that's that's one of the frustrations that I have towards freedom of speech. Is that so many people get deterred in the wrong direction? Mm-hmm. They're, they're spending so much effort and time in things that do not matter because of somebody that didn't matter knew how to say something well and grab the attention of stupid people, and now people have to pretend like it's a big deal. It's so frustrating. I don't know. I the thi- I mean I, that kind of goes in hand to hand with like the whole like like with like a typical liberal outlook on society. And, like, I think that is, like, li- like, um, I guess how liberals view society is they, they view that, like, um, humans are, like, programmable to the point, like, we can incentivize and, and like, we can offer incentives and disincentives to, like, actually, maximize to, well-being. To maximize well-being, yes, and that's, and it's, like, you basically have to finesse people and, like, right. give them incentives to do this, disincentives to do that, and that will all in all create a better society. The problem with that right now, like, in the future, we might be able to, like, determine the needs and wants of every single person in the world, but as of right now, that's totally fucking impossible. Right. <laughs> like, you, you, there's no way, like, one bureaucrat in Washington is gonna know, like, okay, well, this area of people, let's give them ten cars. It's like, what, what I, I, know, I know how to govern 320 million people because I, they right. chose me. And that's, that's why I think, I, that's why I think, like, maybe in the future, when it's easier to, like, determine... Um, what people need and what people want, like that'll be like a viable political philosophy to like go after. But like especially like, right now, like oh my, give me a fucking break! Like it's like, totally impossible. And so like why are we like giving up all these freedoms to do it when it's? it's I think I think totally you could impossible. really you could probably fix a lot of things if you put the most curious people in power. If you mm-hmm. put people that are that just want to know more than anything, they just want to base everything that we do off statistical fact. If you, if you could find out people that could oversee everything but not take advantage of the information that they gather, just the most curious people, mm-hmm. 
I think you could really you could really come to that utopia status because you have, I agree like, all the people in power right now they're they're not the most curious people the most curious people they're the most they're uh, the biggest assholes is what they are yeah they're the biggest fucking assholes they already have they're the most they already know what is the process of having an agenda what's the word for that is there a word for that you guys are smart way smarter than the that. process of having an agenda like they're the most whatever that word is people they're like like ambitious in an evil way yeah they have I assume there's some... English is pretty dense. I assume there's yeah. a word for it that we're just not aware of. Sure. But, but like, they're not, they're not the most curious. I, I think if you had a group of people that just wanted... That w- they were so curious, they were just wanted to know everything about everybody. Why does this group do this the most? Why does this group do this the least? And just put it on a mathematical basis and just understood why people live the way they do. And then we're like, we need to even this out. I think that's how you would have like a lot of like conflict resolved is having the most curious people in power. Right now, you just have the most the people that are in power are the ones that they have agendas, and it's right. And well, we with our current electoral system, that could never happen, unfortunately, because what draws voters to their candidates is you know Trump or Hillary Clinton saying, "I know, I know this, I am qualified for this office because I know everything." Because I know everything in this detail. Who the fuck is qualified to be president? Nobody. Right. Nobody's qualified to well, govern. Well, think how ridiculous it is. Right now, like, the country we live in, millions and millions of people are arguing on a day-to-day basis which 70-year-old person can govern this many people. Yeah. It's fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. It's serious. And un- unfortunately, one choice is a lot better than the other. But, and like, I, 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 don't, I think you can recognize that. But at the same time, like, the whole system is just, it's, like I said, like, I'm, I'm an anarchist, and I, I think I will forever be an anarchist until, until you can, like, explain to me how it's more, how it's ethical to, like, just, like, um, commit violence against another person because I disagree with you. I think if you had, like, a, <laughs> what, what, what's that fucking movie that's big right now, The Mocking Jake, Hunger Games. You could, if you had a Hunger Games, but like the center district wasn't ran by a dick, that'd be pretty cool. Like if each district was like, like if it was a game, yeah. Like well, if, each, if each district was real, like one district's good at mining materials, one district is good at farming, and everyone shared their resources, that might be cool. But like the guy, the guy that lives in the center of the Hunger Games, that John or not John Snow, wrong Snow, John Snow is pretty dope. But the wrong that dude is like he's a prick. Mm-hmm. He's a dick. He takes advantage of all the other districts and shit like that, and he makes them choose one person from their district each year as children to fight each other to the death, which is a dick move. But ideally, if you just had this epicenter in the center, where the best of all worlds are being like highlighted with no conflict of religion or idealism, but the rest of the world is able to express itself in these specific ways where it could expand ideals in certain aspects and it just translated back into the center government and there was no like interest involved other than like the expansion of like human ideal like existence and the see that'd be the problem though because i'm sure there'd be people out there who don't give a shit about that and let's say that you're in the group of people who uh are really you know master class farmers Let's say, and you you're working your ass off, and there's some other dickhead next to you who hasn't done shit this last two th- three weeks, and you're sharing all the resources. How fucking fair is that? Well, yeah. You're, but <laughs> the problem is that people suck. It, it, like very true. Inherently, people suck. 
And it doesn't matter if it's because of religion or something. People can just suck because that's who they are. It kind of goes in line with... There's like a very... There's like a new kind of political philosophy growing, especially in this country, where they like want like no government, but they don't want people to be like slaves to like capitalistic entities. So like companies and stuff. So they think like there shouldn't be a government... But people shouldn't be dependent on their jobs. They should. People should be able to do whatever they love, and that's how they sustain themselves. No how, did, how do they but obtain the, them resources? Right. That's, exactly. That's and, and here's what it comes down to: is like, like who, 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 if someone has to scrub shit, who is going to be passionate about doing that? Yeah. You, right. you have, you have to, perf- to incentivize that. You have to perfect artificial. You have to perfect it. Artificial intelligence, and its main purpose is to love and care about humans, and pick up after us. That's the only way you can mm-hmm. do that. Other than that, if it's still people that have to make everything, you could never do that. Because who's going to be like, yeah, I'll be the one to fucking clean toilets? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Point. So no, I, no I'm, I'm good. I'm good on the LSD ecstasy orgies. <laughs> I'll just fucking scrub shit in the farm. Right. <laughs> right. I was. I was. Uh, I was um, having an argument with one of my friends like semi recently about that. And it was just not... I was trying to explain explain it to him. I was like, that's impossible. That could never happen. Where's that shit come from? Right. Mm-hmm. And so... And he just... It wasn't clicking in his head. He thought... He thinks like... Um, every, like anytime somebody is working a job, they're being exploited. Which I think is the dumbest to, thing ever. No, to an ever. extent. Yeah. To an ex- a very small extent. But if you're going to actually contribute in a system that provides for one another... No. Because you have to play your, your part. The problem with this entire line of thinking is that you need to think of it on a smaller scale. Let's say that there's three humans that exist in the world. To able to be able to acquire resources from other humans and able to make your life better, you have to provide a service to people. And that does not change. That fundamental aspect of life in this society does not change no matter how many people fucking live in the world. Yeah. Is that you are not worth shit to other people unless you're providing something. And, and that, pe- people who fail to realize that will live miserable lives. Well, and pe- there, there's people who don't realize that, and the people who, there are people who do realize that and say, like, nope, that's evil, fuck that. It's like, <laughs> it's what? reality. Yeah, it's, it's whatever it is. It's, that's, that's what we live in. It's, right. Like, if, even, if it sucks, I'm sorry. Even if, like, exactly. I, even, even if, like, the utopia that the three of us picture... There's still there's still hunter gatherers. Mm-hmm. There's still people that build shit. There's still people that gather shit. There's still people that hunt food. Like you have to play your part. You have to play yeah, your part for sure. Not everyone. It's if not you a, want to live. Uh, and, and then on top of life. that, if it was a party twenty four seven, people don't even like get that. If you just did whatever you wanted twenty four seven. Your life would get really boring after a month. Right. It's not... That's, because it wouldn't be worth anything. If you didn't have to work out. for anything... Right. The human brain doesn't work like that. If you didn't have to work for anything, it, nothing none of, nothing has value until you go through the resistance of having to earn it. That ideology bothers me so much because it's... Every single time uh, somebody says that, like, we should do this. We should live in a society like it's an option to do that. When it's clearly fucking impossible for that yeah. to happen. Mm-hmm. We should! Like this one guy I was talking to who he watched the Michael Moore documentary Where to Invade Next and in France they serve gourmet lunches to their students that their students do not have to pay for and he's telling me why don't we do that? These kids they get these gourmet hamburgers and they're free. They don't have to pay for them. Why don't we do that? It's like, gee, it's reason, almost as if they cost money. We, yeah, <laughs> it's like, we should. Like, 
I fucking hate that. Um, uh, what's the word for ideological politicians like Bernie Sanders and everybody? We should healthcare should be a right. It's yeah. not. You can't say something yeah. should be France if has, it's not. Yeah, France has a better school lunch, but what the fuck has France contributed to the world <laughs> in the last two decades? <laughs> Not shit. <laughs> Not shit. Not a fucking cool well, it's, car. It's, it's the same thing with all. It's like the same thing with all of Europe right now. Like everybody over there, they're like leeches off the United States. Oh yeah, they totally are. Yeah. Like, well, like that's what I like. What Donald Trump says, like what he said at the debate, like, oh, we're gonna be in NATO with all these other countries, but we're the only one paying for it. Yeah, um, exactly. No, like if we have to go, why do like why are we defending Saudi Arabia right now? Right, and they're like sitting on all this oil that's worth billions of dollars, and we're twenty trillion in debt. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, uh, and, well, his stuff about, like, we're gonna have China, uh, bring in their products. Why are we not charging them 25% of everything that they make? And why are, yeah, why aren't we charging people that fucking outsource fucking jobs in the United States? Why are we, like, giving them breaks? Yeah. On shit like that. For sure. And, uh, there's this, um, he was on the Oprah Winfrey show in the late 80s before he even, and he said something I was like, fuck yes, this is like spot on. It was like uh, before Desert Storm with Kuwait and everything. He's like, these people with all the oil, they're living like kings and we're protecting them getting nothing. He's yeah. like, why are we not making them pay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's ridiculous. So, I don't know. I think this whole, like, um, just talking about this specifically kind of spurs on, like, so, like, it seems like Western civilization, like Europe and, like, the United States and, like, Canada, and, like, basically, like, all, like, the Western civilization as we know it, I, th I think it's, like, under threat, like, Samuel Huntington's theory, like, the, um, that he came up with, like, when did he come up with that? The theory of Clash of Civilizations. It was a long time ago. It, I mean, he's still alive, I think, isn't he? Yeah. But, anyway, he, but, like, forever ago, this guy predicted, he was just like, oh, he wrote a book, and he's just like, okay, these are the things that are gonna fucking happen. Radical Islam is going to wreak havoc on the entire world. Yeah. And uh, he's like, that's basically what's going to... He said that... It's like, going to be the political worst. Political this... differences aren't going to matter. Right. It's going to get to a point where like the cultural differences matter. Like, right. whether or not you think gay people should be killed. And the, the fact that there are some people in this world that you can't reason out of that belief. Right. It's impossible to give reason to anybody. And they're having that, kids that, at that, higher rates than we are. Right. That's going to eventually one like, day cross They're, they're like knocking on the door. And, like, you're seeing it already happen in Europe. Like, ten years ago, how many Muslims lived in Sweden? Mm -hmm. Zero. And now, 85% of the rapes in Sweden are committed by, like, 4% of the population. Yeah. And it's, like, so, like... It's A 4% like, demographic. It's, that's, yeah. like, ten years. Yeah. Like, this shit's fucking coming. And so, I don't know. It's, it seems like that's, like, the biggest threat to, like, just, uh... I, like, Islam is, like, the most evil and perverted fucking shit You know shit what? Ever. You're a fucking white guy. So when people look at it... You're not only spitting statistical fucking fact, you're a racist. See, see, that's the, that, see, that's the problem with, like, arguing this is that uh, there are those statistics out there where, like, you can bring up a poll among uh, young Muslims in uh, Great Britain who will, like, you'll say, who will have a, some number, like, 40% believe that killing gay people is an appropriate punishment for under Sharia law and that that should happen in society. And you will state a fact, like a statistical scientific fact of that polling, but like you're racist. And it's like, I just want to tell these people, if you're the leader of a country, would you rather be called a racist by some? Or would you rather have your woman in your country be raped 85% more? Pick fucking one. Would you rather be called no, racist? But the only thing is, it's, it's a hypocritical factor because you're only being called a racist because you have no relatability 
to the group you're calling out on their bullshit. Yeah. Oh, you're which, 100% right. Which is... What, how is that not bullshit? Because <laughs> yeah. I am white, I cannot bring up a statistical fact. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they're... Are you kidding me? I'm not... Like, I get... Yeah, if I'm burning crosses on somebody's front porch, <laughs> call me a fucking racist. Right, yeah, because exactly. Because, yeah, you know, right. if I'm just like, uh, hey, guess what, N-word, uh, white-only restaurant... <laughs> yeah, call me a racist. If I if I'm bringing up mathematical, documented, statistical fact, how are you? And you have the right to call me racist. I'm literally I just because I'm a white guy and I'm stating it, I'm a racist. How is that? Th- that's yeah. not even fair. Well, <laughs> that's a huge impediment on freedom of speech. Is because depending on who's saying it is only allowed to say it. Like, mm-hmm. you might not be allowed to say something because of who you are. Right. What's terrifying is that, like, so, like, you'll have these people that'll, like, say, like, I hate political correctness. And, like, I, I like, the people, like, the, like, the uh, more liberal people that, like, they'll say, like, oh, well, political correctness, um, being against that is just an excuse to be racist. What they don't understand <laughs> is being politically correct kills people. It, it really it's, does. It's not, yeah. like, this, it's not a minor like subject, right? It's not just like an inconvenience to us because we can't say the word nigger without people getting pissed off yeah. at us. It's because people are dying. Like right. uh, that's that's what I absolutely hate about it. Like, anybody like when Donald Trump says like we need to smash political correctness, like it's ridiculous. Like people will be like, oh well, he just wants to be racist. Like, <laughs> no, he's like trying yeah. to save Western civilization. And that leads into profiling. People think profiling is a bigoted thing. If you ask your typical cop or soldier how they condone themselves around criminals and things like that, they come from a different experience. Mm-hmm. You can't ask someone like a cop or a soldier to look at people the way you're, a civilian looks at people because it's a life or death scenario. If, if you look at a cop or a soldier, you could look at a black cop and a black soldier, an Asian cop and an Asian soldier, an Hispanic cop and an Hispanic soldier. They profile. Mm-hmm. They have to because it's life or death. Yeah, and that's co- a great point. And the thing is, it, there's a scapegoat that when a white person does it, it's racist. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, I really don't get it. I don't get how it's brought to that segregated level where it's race versus race and compared to being fact versus fact. You have to profile how someone presents himself because if I'm looking at it as a mathematical equation, if subject A does this with their clothing, does this with their language, and does this with how like their mannerisms, I can I can evaluate that they are equal to someone that might condone themselves in this manner. Right. And you're not allowed to do that because some of those parts of those equation might include the skin color of somebody. Right. Holy, like... How else are you supposed to, it, like, deal with crime? Exactly. It, it, it boils down to this, is that I fucking despise racism. I hate it so much. It's like the worst thing it's, ever. it's the most disgusting thing imaginable. Like, when, but, if, you, if, if you just look at the simple fact that there's no such thing other than one race, like, skin color and things like that are just as tradable as your eye tone or mm-hmm. eye color. Like, like 
I, I mean, so I view people as individuals. Like, I truly judge people on the constants of their character. Like, if somebody is a good person, I do not give a fuck whether they're white or black or Mexican or Japanese or what. I, I don't, truly don't I give have a, people that I... Truly I've... do not give a shit. But do not call me a racist unless I say that you are less of a quality of a human because of the color of your skin. Yeah. No matter what I say, I'm not a racist until I admit that. Because I'm just fucking saying what are facts. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe in the United States, a higher percentage of black people commit murder than white people. And that's a statistical fact. That does not make me a racist does, because don't I don't think to, all even, black people are inferior because of that. It it's doesn't not, even have to be based on race. It could be based off belief. I can say statistically, Christians have done a lot of fucking stupid shit in the mm-hmm. past. There are people that are 100% devoted to Christianity in their life. That are my friends. Right. That I look at them and I look at them for life advice, for spiritual mm-hmm. advice. I, I idolize how they condone themselves. I don't believe in what they believe in. I think what they believe in is fucking stupid. But it's it's a I, I've I've always called myself an A and B person. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck what C thinks about B because me, A, only condones myself with B how me and B's interaction is. C might have a different point of view. That's C and B's fucking uh, interactions with each other. Someone could be have a bad rep. It doesn't necessarily mean they're... Like, you can be an intelligent person. If this person's ripped off people their entire lives and they present themselves like mm-hmm. they rip people off, yeah, don't integrate them into your life. But yes, A and uh, B and C might have a different point of view, but that shouldn't differentiate how A sees B and C. A's relationship to B should be how A and B interacts, and A's relationship to C should be how A and C interacts. Like, I, like I said, it doesn't even have to be devoted by race. That is very well broken down. Because there's people that, of certain nationalities. I will rip on black on black crime to my black friends, mm-hmm. and they think it's fucking hysterical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I have black friends that understand that A B relationship. They know I'm not being racist to black people. They understand statistical fact. Right. I think that's one of the most uh, silenced groups. I think I've brought this up before. Is minority groups that hate their own minority group, or not necessarily? I guess that's a bad way of uh, saying it. Not necessarily hate. I know their exactly. Own group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Th- there's there's group of there there's people. There, okay, this, like self-loathing within a group. There's people. black people that don't like the Black Lives Matter group. Mm-hmm. And there's a lots of them. Yeah. How much do you hear about them? They are silenced so much. I don't even get how it's done because there's not a news story with those people. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's not a news story with them. But it's, and here's the thing: what you're saying is actually statistical. It's researched fact. Yeah. And if uh, they've measured on like an like a on a very like a personal and implicit basis, like you know the implicit association test. Yeah. That you you can like literally go online and take a test and it measures your prejudices. It's it's, an, like it's incredible. Your your immediate right. cognitive bias, and, and like, like if you see something, yeah. like a, a person of color or anything, right. and it will measure how like prejudiced you are immediately. Yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's, and it's so they, they, they did this research and they found out what like like when black people like if a black person sees another black person walking towards them on the street, that black person believes that they're gonna pull a gun on them more so than a white person would believe. <laughs> yeah. it. So you're right. Like what you're saying is documented research it's fact. True. It's a hundred percent true. And I get it's not the year three thousand. Yeah, I get. Ideally, we shouldn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. But if you deny that's what you have to do to literally survive right. in our timeline, then you're dumber. 
than mm-hmm. most people. You, you, you're not aware of what's actually going on. For sure. Because I tell you what, if, if you called me a racist, you, there could be people that could bring up a really good argument because there's certain factors where I don't relate to a lot of how people outside of the white, the people that aren't white condone themselves. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, those same people would not take in consideration that I look at the way a lot of white people condone themselves. And I don't agree with that either. You're right. Because there's a shit ton of different other white people too. Like there's northerner whites. There's fucking Americans. There's just look at the difference between Canadians and Americans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, We're right next to each other, and that's a big fucking country too. Yeah. and it's night and fucking day. But mm-hmm. we would get categorized as the same fucking thing for sure. People, if they want to take race seriously and you know race rights seriously, be fucking humble. Yeah. Understand that if you want to take race rights seriously, don't prioritize your own race. First, exactly. That is, I wish everybody like took that uh, right. and, and, seriously. And, right, and uh, so far, that's such a great right. idea. And uh, I think I just hope we can get to that point. But well, be like, like Martin Luther King. He's not going around saying black rights. He's going around saying civil rights. Yeah, be like him. Martin Luther King is, like, one of the greatest people. Like, I mean, like, I, I, obviously he did some questionable shit in his personal life. But, uh, but his, like, whole nonviolent civil disobedience is, exactly. like, the most perfect... It's, like, perfect pro- it's like a better version of Gandhi. Um, yeah. Oh, the guy uh, that helped end apartheid. Uh, Nelson Martin, Mandela? Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. 30, how, 60 years in a fucking prison? How many years? 30 years in prison it, for, like, 30 years. Yeah, I thought it was eight, 26 Dude, years my numbers like fucking suck. But how but many still years a long time. And the first thing he fucking comes out is talks about fucking civil rights. Yeah. How how much more radical? The balls on that man. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, there's a lot of people that can fucking talk about how much influence they have to live a radical life. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can't say they've been imprisoned by a certain race for stupid fucking shit for half or or, or more half than of half of their life. Yeah. <laughs> and and come out swinging for equality. Mm-hmm. Like no, I, I hate. I, we've talked about it before how a lot of uh, history that American learns is biased to American history. Yeah. I feel like history should be completely on a national level. You should learn about all cultures equally. And the fact that Nelson Mandela and Aparta and shit like that is it's, glossed over. It's glossed yeah, it over. Is. It's glossed over like a motherfucker and it just fucking happened <laughs> right. in our lifetime. In our <laughs> lifetime. Now let us devote two weeks to 9-11. We care. <laughs> in America, you look at you look at the time frame, Americans care more about who killed Tupac and Biggie than fucking <laughs> Aparta. You're right. Yeah. Like, and they think we have a say in global fucking civil rights. <laughs> Well, you, you fucking idiot motherfuckers. You don't even know what the fuck's going on in the world. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. And that definitely puts things in perspective. You, you know what's... T- especially how it relates to, like, um, like the uh, the black communities in the United States. How evil and how fucked over they are. They're oppressed from a completely different standpoint than what they believe. Because, like... Uh, right now, like the, with this whole Black Lives Matter movement, they are putting the idea into every black person's country. Not every black person, but like they're trying to put in the idea of every black person's head. The number one threat to your life is a white police officer. No, the number one threat, the reason your life sucks is because your you dad did, left you. Yep, and, and yeah, that is a 100% the reason. Like yeah. just about, almost 
that, your life sucks that's because, a single father. Yeah, because yeah. you didn't have either a mother or father figure in your life. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the breakdown of the black family is the number one reason why they've like the whole entire culture is just crumbled, like right. collapsed. And it's because in the 1960s, like the Democrats got together and they said, "Okay, how can we get these guys' votes forever?" It's like, I have an idea. Let's tell every black mother in this country that their dad can be the dad can be replaced by a welfare check. So and then let's start no, arresting let's, a lot of them for drugs. Yep, exactly. So so it's um and here's the thing that's screwed up about it is that's not something that just it, it, it's it was a calculated political move by yeah. the Democrats to do that. Yeah. Where they're like, oh well, we're just gonna th- um, throw all the black men in cages. And we're going to give out welfare checks to the mothers and fathers to dis- disincentivize them from having relationships. Yeah. And so all the kids are going to grow up without mothers and fathers. And, uh, yeah. And then, so they get to be dependent on the government. And mm-hmm. we're going to hold them That's exactly what hold them for ransom and, uh, in exchange for the votes. It's uh, it's just it's so infuriating because that's like the most racist shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> shit. We're going to hold an entire uh, class of a group of people hostage because we destroyed their families. It's evil I, I, as fuck. I think that the biggest consequence uh, upon the black community is, is uh, in terms of being a consequence uh, of the Black Lives Matter movement, is it's fostering an environment in which nobody can succeed in. Like, how many people are going to succeed in an environment that's where it's like an echoing chamber where they're telling children, you will never succeed in life because of this like nameless, faceless, uh, oppression system that's out to get you no matter what. Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever succeed in an environment like that. Mm-hmm. It's like they're brainwashed from the beginning that you will never succeed because other people are out to get you. Right. They, there's no way that anybody can succeed in that environment. It's really sad. So, like, the, the, I mean, like, obviously, like, the, the, like the, in terms of, like, ethics, like, the principles that we cherish most and that are, like, the most fundamentally important to human progress, like, freedom of speech... Um, and like all the various freedoms afforded to us, like how are we gonna protect that? Like, what is the solution to what? Because they well, they're the getting thing. torn down. We gotta shut up these fucking gray area liberals. You have these liberals that are talking about, hey, if you're a white guy, you can't express how you have anger towards people of certain cultures that commit more crimes because you had it better off. <laughs> yes, I can. I can because I'm not basing my experience of, of of committing less crimes. I'm actually a bad example because I've committed a shit towards a crime. <laughs> Refer to our last podcast <laughs> about a certain. <laughs> okay, I'm a bad example. But if I come from a culture de- dependent on w- whatever my culture is divided on, whether it's race or religion, if I come from a group of people that commit less crime towards each other have more innovation in science and mathematics and education. And I'm looking at another culture that is just, that is just has much as potential. And I'm like, Hey, if you didn't do this, this, and this, you might be able to not necessarily be on par because we're all part of the same race, but you wouldn't have the stigma and the resistance of, 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 of having a fulfilling life. If you just understood there's, there's, there's certain, novelties that you're exploiting yourself mm-hmm. no one else is doing that you're doing that yourself but to say that you have these liberals that are saying we don't have the right to say that like there's certain better lifestyles we you got to shut those fucking guys up you got to shut up these guys that say you don't have the right to say 
what you're doing is better than others. Here's yeah. another white boy who doesn't know what it's like to be black in this country. Therefore, no, yeah, you're right. no matter what you said, we don't yeah, even, you're, you're, you're 100% right. Pat Danava has no idea what it's like to be black. I have absolutely no idea. Mm-hmm. My, my, no, I mean, well, any, I, I can't say my ancestry doesn't have it. I have an Aunt Phyllis who's black, mm-hmm. like in my immediate family. I, I don't know the reasoning behind it. I don't know if my grandma got frisky on some south side of Los Angeles one time. <laughs> I really, I, I can't fucking say. I have an Aunt Phyllis that is black. Mm-hmm. Her children are half black and half Mexican. I'm half Irish and half Mexican. I, I cannot relate to them whatsoever. I can't relate to the black community whatsoever. That's the only dividends. But if I can mathematically tell you that if you condone yourself in one way to one aspect and people will automatically say, oh, I'm supposed to kiss ass to the man. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you have just certain levels of respect for other people and things like that and stop prioritizing certain things like other groups don't prioritize that prosper more, you can learn from that. I'm not saying it's 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 a it's a automatically it uh justifies one group being better than the other right i'm just trying to be humble in the sense like hey there's shit you can learn from another group Mm -hmm. and i hate that there's this gray area motherfuckers that are saying i don't have the right to say that because i don't know what it's like because they're only looking at one aspect yeah i have no idea what it's like to be black but at the, does does being black or being white or being yellow or being brown change how money works? No. Does it change how... Re- it doesn't does change it, the ability to report reality and what happens yeah. in the actual... Does it change how the reproductive organs of homo sapiens work? Mm-hmm. Does it change how fair play and government systems work? It doesn't change any of that. No. Specifically, no. I don't know what it's like to be black. I do know what it's like to be a human being, though. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing we should be focusing on. I, and and I, 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 we, we, have to, we have to shut up these people that say you don't have the right to judge a group because of one small aspect. Right. One small aspect is what changes it. it. Either it's geographical or race or belief. That can't be the only thing that divides us. Because if you're doing something wrong... I should be able to say you're doing something wrong. And these people that are saying you don't have the right to say that are stupid. You are have so much in common with that a particular group of people. And it's the one thing that changes. You're like, oh, no, anything you say completely just kind of... And, and like the, the, the biggest voices among us, like the people who like that other people look up to, they're the people who need to start saying shit mm-hmm. to get the ball rolling on this race relations stuff. Because like right now it's not happening. Like, you know... Uh, like, white people posting on Twitter, that's not going to make much of a difference, unfortunately. That's why, like, you know, the, like there need to be, like, leaders in the black community that step out and be like, okay, here are the real reasons why we're Dude, oppressed. White it's people that, that post shit on Twitter are literally, tr- all they're doing is segregating themselves into a subculture from other white people. Yeah, you're exactly right. They're, 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 on for, that's the unfortunate truth. I mean, it sucks for them because yeah. they're trying to help. They're, they're, they're <laughs> trying to help, but at the same time, the way they word themselves and the way they take sides on certain issues... You, you shouldn't be taking sides on issues unless the issue is furthering the human race. Mm-hmm. A lot of these people that are white, that are, that are pro-Black Lives Matter, are prioritizing another race and they're actually adding to the segregation. Mm-hmm. And, and they're being virtue seekers. 
None of them are looking at bigger pictures. And, it, you know, it's, it's, that's the most frustrating aspect of it is being a mathematical ideologist looking at the bigger picture and what's actually going on because there's so many stupid people out there that just don't fucking get it. That are so fucking black and white with it that if you if if you start talking about ideology and how dumb certain ideals are, mm-hmm. they're just so oblivious they, they to turn it. it off. That, that's what I'm saying. Like and uh, like, sorry to interrupt. No, you, no, you're good. But I'm I'm just like want to say like, so like right like with the classifications like with like cultures like Islam like Middle Eastern culture like. They're, they're beyond reason. Like, you, yeah. can, you can't have a conversation with a them. A huge portion you, of them. You yeah. cannot have a conversation with them. And explain, because if, like, if I go over there right now and say, like, okay, guys, you're feeling strong, they'll say, ah, who Akbar cut off my head. So, like, what do we do? And you would be looked at as a bigot if you said that was bullshit. I know, because they'd be like, oh, well, you weren't respecting their culture. Oh, <laughs> people okay. don't understand. When you say you have to respect their culture, you're also giving leeway to saying you have to respect the fact that they'll just cut off your head or your clit because right. of fucking because the, the I, sun moves from left to right, yeah, motherfucker, exactly. and that's what they believe in. Right, and uh, that's a, that's one huge thing is like the mass amount of uh, uh, general mutilation going on in the females in this world. That feminists, American feminists, for some reason they don't care about it. When that's like the biggest issue, like what that's more like, could be? That's like the biggest. Yeah. Um, Offense going on to women right now in the world. One hundred percent. The fact that they're say. getting their clits cut off. The, the biggest hypocrisy is Hillary Clinton running on being the first woman president, being the most pro-woman politician in history, and she accepts millions of dollars from Saudi Arabia, which like fucking like makes their women be covered up constantly. Yep. Will fucking kill them if they look at the wrong man. It's fucking absurd. They, they, they stole them. They they stole yeah. them into death. They'll, they'll bury them. They'll bury them. It's like Hillary Clinton is pro gay rights, but she accepts money from this country that will throw gay people off buildings if they acknowledge it in public. Fuck, give me a break. <laughs> so like I, that. That's the most, the most frustrating aspect of this is that there there's not even a solution. Right. Like, that's, like, readily available that we can start attacking. It's because, like, obviously you don't want to nuke the entire Middle East because that's evil as fuck. Yeah. So, but, like, if there can't be reason with that, if that faith cannot be reformed with inside the religion, which it absolutely, in its current state, there's no fucking way. No. It's just not going to happen. Um, like, what the hell do we do? What uh, the fuck well, hell do we do? let's take a slight detour. We're talking about the decline of Western civilization and what can be the death of it. There's a lot of social scientists and people who've studied history are saying that because of United States imperialism and its imperialistic like history, that it's just getting too big to sustain, and that can be the reason for its downfall. Um, oh, that's that's a huge part. And of the I think that would probably happen before any fucking giant holy war with Islam. To be honest with you, just the uh, the, the, fun, I think the, the, the whole the whole fine. Well, I mean, if you look at like the indicators of the economy right now, like we're fucked. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> that that V-verb, that V-verb uh, vendetta, vendetta. Mm-hmm. how like in that storyline, America's not a factor because it's that civil war with itself. Yeah. Definitely. Does that like, maybe take place in England? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's definitely like a factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if there's ever a major power in the world that's at the brink of civil war with itself, America's on the fucking forefront. I think no one, so look how tense no one things will admit are. That. Look how tense things are. No mm. one will admit that. Give three or four fucking incidents that happen that really fucking divide us. 
where like it's it's almost a definitive side between it, it'll literally be the somewhat educated that know the better off and the people that just don't know any better and it'll be some random thing like race or religion or something like that or how strong the government should be it doesn't take much and 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 there'll be just one or one to five incidents and we'll take our side and we'll go fucking at it man look how fucking quick we are to side with anything in America mm-hmm. we're bred to do it we're it's, bre- it is we're like bred- literally in our culture. Look at look at the American Civil War that happened like 150 years yeah. ago. We're bred. Mm-hmm. We're like, bred to that, take is, side. that is in our blood. We're bred to take side with sex. We're bred to take side with race. We're bred to take side with our fucking high schools. Whether we're bred somebody to take sides for the national yeah. anthem, it's fucking. We're bred to take sides with our fucking football teams, mm-hmm. with our baseball teams. With our goddamn states, with our fucking Olympics, mm-hmm. we all, as Americans, we all have that sub-seed where take that side, us versus them, for the mm-hmm. sport. You influence that enough with the right fucking incidents? Yeah, Civil War in America could easily Look, look at what out. happened in Ferguson, Missouri, because one person got shot. That was insane. Like, riots all over the country. Mm-hmm. So, like, if, if something like that happened in a slightly bigger scale, holy shit, that's going to be fucking huge. What I'm concerned about is it's going to be something very, uh, like, there's going to be an event that sets off a huge, I don't know if it's going to be a civil war, but it's going to be a huge ma- event where many people are going to die, and it's going to be for something fucking stupid. Yeah. Like, if you look at what happened to Charlotte right now, all this protest, it's because a black cop shot a black man. Carrying and a black, gun. Yeah. Carrying a gun and black people are burning down neighborhoods and it's burning down black businesses. What? What? And it's going to be something like that where it's like, what are you protesting? It's it's going to be something stupid that's going to cause so many people to die like that. And that's my main concern. Is I that th- here's what I think? I think that a like a tyrannical overthrow of the government is a lot more likely than a civil war. I, I think hope so. so. I think so. I hope I so. Fuck, so. I, that's what I'm. That that'd be my bias towards. I hope something like that. I, I just think it's more real I, I, because just like how with how more po- how much more powerful our government's gotten. Like at, at the end of the day, like we are still Americans, and like we, I think we cherish like what freedom is way more than everybody else in the world. Yeah, like by far. So for that reason, I think like. All it takes for the government to just keep fucking pushing. Could you imagine if, like, the next president's like, okay, no more fucking guns, turn them in. That, that would be it. Like, it would be like, okay, they're already fucking talking about that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they seriously are already talking about it. Like, how people shouldn't be allowed to have certain weapons and stuff. I mean, like, fuck. Like, we're, we're there needs to be a, a truly vital voice that rises up in the next 10 years who's like, fuck all the fighting about stupid shit. Like, they're racist shit. Look what the government's doing to us. It's keeping records on all our communication. I'm telling you. And, that uh, like, and it, like, lays out to the American public in a way, like, look at the, look at the way that they're oppressing us. How they're spending our money on fighting these wars overseas that are killing us. Mm-hmm. And, like. That's what I'm saying. Unites everybody's, like, look what the fucking government's doing. But the thing is, the government will fucking off his ass. When people ask me him. if I vote, I say no. I say I'll never vote until a lesbian of Middle Eastern descent <laughs> Who's pro-choice is the Republican nominee for president because that is the most liberal-bred person that governs conservative views. I'll vote for that motherfucker. Yeah. I will fucking I will have no problem voting for that fucking woman because she's going to be across the board on everything on fucking a transsexual everything. paraplegic. 
uh, uh, lesbian. I philosophically consistent. consistent. Yeah, philosophically consistent. That's the right. best way to put it. Because right right now, like, like you could take any politician and they're, you could point out, like, a fucking a hundred reasons why each one of them are hypocritical. None of them are principled. I don't, how many? Po- none. There's like, <laughs> I, I seriously think there's probably one principled politician of like the past hundred years. It's probably Ron Paul because like his voting yeah. record is like way different. Like that that guy was insane. Yeah. Like oh, I'm gonna spend 35 years in Congress and uh, never vote for a tax increase. Like right. nobody does that. Like fucking nobody does. The that. illusion of choice in like the elections these days just pisses me off. Yeah, and, and yeah. like especially between like Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders, how the media plays up to be it's such a huge difference between these two candidates, <laughs> like with vastly different outlooks on the, in the world. When they, if you look at the voting record, they voted ninety three percent of the same time together. You know what's something I can't stand when people are like odd at the fact that I didn't watch the debate. Oh my god! I it's know. like I no, know. yeah, I I didn't feel like watching a live version. Of a fucking YouTube video comment section. It's exactly what it was oh, too. Uh, when I, I I was I watched it and then Adam came home and you're like I I, I told him I was like, don't even watch it like seriously yeah I regret that I had to watch it please don't for your sake I, I think I watched little, twenty minutes and I thought why up, am I doing this What's going on in the world right now that they didn't bring up the pipeline They didn't bring up federal legalization of pot They didn't bring up no any shit. fucking wars. Uh-huh. They didn't bring up the fact. What did they, did uh, they bring uh, up? The suicide uh, rate. Of but, but look at this. But look at this mean thing that Trump said. Let's dedicate half the debate right. to he this. He called the Miss Universe fat. <laughs> Twenty years ago, but people are getting locked in the cages because they decided to smoke a plant. But let's not talk about that. Yeah. Did they bring up? <laughs> did they bring up world hunger? Did they bring up the Fuck fact? No. That all these veterans, 22, 20, are killing themselves Do you know why they didn't? Is because this is the number one issue of politics right now in this entire world. It's not about being right. It's about being on the winning team. That's all people care about. They do not care about being right. Nobody does. Mm-hmm. The average like person who's a fan of politics does not give a fuck about being right. They want to parade when Obama wins the White House or mm-hmm. when Trump wins, but they don't give a fuck about what's actually right and what's statistically true. Oh, yeah. You're you're absolutely right about, and it, it it just pisses me. Like even like um, and Donald Trump supporters are fucking terrible about that. Like, I know for I, sure. Like, probably like ninety five percent of them are like just, like oh this brand new hip guy that's not a politician might become the president. I want to be on his team so I can laugh at everybody. Right, exactly. It's like oh uh no, like you're you're the fucking problem. Right, you, you need to shut the fuck. That's up. exactly why the anti war disappeared when Obama got elected. Obama got elected based on like the Iraq war that Bush got us into is unsustainable. We're, we're losing. Who remembers when that was a big deal? Yeah. Do you remember that? Like, that was a big fu- fu- yeah, and then like Obama gets elected and he increases the troops. Never fucking hear about it. Nobody, nobody bitches. Yeah, it's because they they got their guy in. It's the winning team. I just don't understand. They don't want to be how right. Anybody can take a fucking like a glance at our political process and be like, yeah, that's working well. <laughs> like. Oh. <laughs> Uh, a, a huge thing that's fucked up about our political process is that um, Congress has what like a seven percent approval rate and like a ninety three percent reelection rate. Yeah, it's because people hate Congress, I, but they love their congressman. I've never met one person in my life that's voted on a Congress member, though. 
How often is that up? Um, well, the way it happens is like it's on the same ballot as the president. Yeah, so, so when they go, go to vote, vote, vote it'll when they go to like vote for the president, with, like every race that you check so off. People will be like, "Oh, I'm a Republican, gotta vote for all the Republicans." There's even a box that's like you can vote for all Republicans. You don't even have to like investigate the candidates, of course. Yeah, it's which, fucking which obvious, <laughs> obviously. What fucking bullshit obviously. is that? <laughs> oh, it's it's so fucking stupid. But I don't know. It's like I I think like the impending doom of like civilization as we know it in our way of life, and the fact that it's coming and there's like no solution in sight. It's I, fucking scary. I'm really thankful I was born at this time in history, though. It's been one hell of a shit show, and it's gonna be fun to it's enjoy been the fun decline. To watch, definitely. Yeah. You gotta enjoy the decline. I think the number one thing that scares me is like, just uh, when it comes to like my own well being, is like how like I'm gonna be financially like when the world finance like when finance like when the U S dollar is worthless like what am I gonna do like I'm gonna go get money in a four hundred one k yeah uh, excuse me sir can I get my three pennies in my retirement account. <laughs> If you guys had to pick a duo out of the last three elections for president and vice president that you think could actually make change, doesn't necessarily, not based on party or anything like that, just off of how they ran their like campaign. Like your ideal candidates, like your ideal ticket? Out of, you know, all the, you have, fuck it, almost ever. Just, you know, who, who could you actually... I mean, obviously, George Washington would be a was, great fucking I was, choice. Literally, you took the words out of my mouth. But, like, like, fucking George Washington. But, like, he lived 200 years ago. What the fuck does he know? Uh, and he owns slaves. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, like, who, who would you pick to be your president, vice president, that you think might actually make some fucking radical change? Because me, personally, I feel like if you had, like... Because, first of all, who the fuck cares about a vice president? They hardly do shit. Like, what, what are they? What's you would think, you, break a tie. You think the vice president thing? would be like how the Game of Thrones represents the left hand of the king? <laughs> like, it's someone that like, hey, like goes to the king, like, hey, knock it the fuck off, or is like, you probably should do it this way. Like, the vice president is just this yes man. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever the president says, you goddamn That's motherfucking right. right. It, it literally should be the first person that checks the president. I think so, too. And I think that would be the best combination, is if you had a fucking president that fucking talked off the fucking dome, and then you had a vice president that was like, hey, this is the actual statistical fact. I probably wouldn't bring that up again. Explain it this way, why you thought that in particular idea about this fucking certain aspect Explain how you learn differently and why you would change mm-hmm. your ideal differently. Because now you have this whole flip-flopping aspect where people are like, he changed his point of view. Fuck him. Right. You mean he grew as a person? Yeah. Or he or she grew as a person? Or, or and yeah, said you something? could look at it as like, this person regressed as a person because that yeah. definitely fucking happens. Be- okay, <laughs> so, so he or she says something stupid because they were on the fly, learned some facts about it, and, and had an epiphany, and changed their point of view, and it's like, oh, they're a flip-flopper. <laughs> yeah, <that's just> <laughs> like, shut the fuck up! But, but I, th- I think that would be the best way to do it, is if you had a president that was fucking shoot guns and ask questions later, and then you had a vice president that was ask questions first and shoot guns later. But you'd have to give the vice president an actual big, uh, a lot I'll more majority more, power. Yeah. yeah. Who would you guys' as president and vice president be? Fucking Reagan, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> 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 uh, Holy shit! 
I, I, honestly, I don't know. I, here, here's the thing that's frustrating about politics is like, like let's say like Bernie Sanders and me, like the people that like we're on opposite sides of the political spectrum like completely because this guy is a fucking cuck socialist loser. Um, but like even like if we got this is a testament to how stupid our political process is. Like even him and I, like if we could just get done the things that we agree on. Oh my god, like how much immeasurably better. Right. Like, I'll be like, okay, Bernie. Drug legalization, let's do it! Right, exactly. So, like, <laughs> For the right reasons. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, uh, for, like even, like, that's why our political process is such a joke because even all these people that already agreed together on the most important shit they can't fix a single done. fucking thing. It's like, like, um, I don't, it's just so fun. I like how, like, it is all just a charade perpetuated by the powers that be in this country that, like, these people are fighting against each other. It's like, oh, like, Okay, so every time you turn on the TV, it's like it's a Republican versus a Democrat. Like any news panel, you see a Republican versus all they're doing is arguing, bitching, bitching nonstop. But then when like a bill comes up in Congress, like the National Defense Authorization Act, yeah. which says we can detain you for no reason without telling you why, for so, for some for some for some reason, all the people that are fighting on TV, all they all just get together to sign that bill. <laughs> it's uh, it's like oh, I thought I thought you guys were fucking fighting. What the fuck is this bullshit? Uh-huh. But. It's it's such a joke, but yeah, like even if it's like me and Bernie Sanders, like in charge of making decisions, just the shit that and like we could like do trade offs, like okay, Bernie, you want to get out some more welfare, okay, let's do that. Let's go cut the military. Let's cut the military, and then like we can give out fucking more food stamps. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Let's do that, and he'd be like, okay, that's fine. So we could like make compromises like that. If you You could even make trade offs, if you look at the most. the periods through in the United States history where like society is at its best points is when there's been like a Republican president with like a Democrat Congress, like working off each other like that. Al Gore and JFK. That's uh, JF, JFK was fucking legit. Yeah, like that. I mean, like he was. He was there's like, a reason why they killed him. <laughs> it was it's because, um, like, or leading up to his death, he found out fucking everything about like who's running shit. Yeah. And so he like was like he he he. I don't know if he gave a speech to the American people, but he was like making an announcement. He's like, okay, in the coming weeks, I'm gonna spill the beans on all this fucking bullshit. I, I and they, they end up killing him. I think. Yeah, I think the whistleblower in JFK and the conservative dude that's aware of global warming and Al Gore. I think would make a really good combination. Mm-hmm. Pat, what's your opinion on climate change? It's obvious. Um, I think if you prioritize it the way people do, saying it's all 100% people's fault, uh, they're very unaware how much C2 and greenhouse gases could be let in the air environmentally. Um, yeah, there's a lot of things people could do better to influence it, yes, to say we would stop it from happening is dumb because the world's going to change regardless. It goes and, through intermittent And people prioritize their life. And, like, we, we have the lifespan of 100 years. You know, the world has existed for 5 billion. Climate change is inevitable. And I think we should appreciate the fact that we have the technology to adjust to it. I don't give a shit about global warming. And I never have. I don't think I ever will. I think that I will be, uh, I, I will be I, long I, dead before uh, anybody. I, I, I think I think it's a problem, like obviously, but at the same time, like I mean, we kind of have bigger fish to fry, right? Exactly. Like if, if like people's deaths are imminent, like in war and everything, like that is a lot more of an issue to me than like mm-hmm. climate change. But like, um, well, look at Elon Musk going to go to Mars in six years. Who gives a fuck about global warming? We're going to be traveling <laughs> the solar system. <laughs> Good point. Uh, I don't know. 
Like you'll go talk to Al Gore in a hundred years, Florida will be completely flooded by water. Okay, in a hundred years, we'll be fucking on living on Pluto by now. You know? <laughs> That's very good. In a hundred years, yeah, we'll be our own gods of a three-dimensional world. <laughs> the Matrix will actually be a good thing. It will enjoy the fuck out of it, and machines will baby us. One thing I do like that's like as like the whole like the whole climate change issue. It's like relatively new issue, like mm-hmm. politically. I just think it's funny that like all like the the hardcore like the fucking alarmists. That are like saying, oh my god, like the fucking shit's burning down like right now. <laughs> like, it, like enough time has elapsed where all the predictions are being wrong. Yeah. Like they said like there was going to be no ice in the Arctic this year. Did you guys When know- there's like more up there right now than any time in the past like half century Did or something. Did you guys know anybody that thought the world was going to change December 21st, 2012? I don't think so. I knew a few people and I just hated them with every ounce of my being. That was the biggest joke ever. Uh- like, the world. That, that's hilarious that that was an actual thing. Like how stupid people are to yeah. buy into that shit. I like, could, uh, I mean, just go to your friends who believe in horoscopes and stupid shit like that, and you find yeah. a few of them, but that's yeah. fucking hysterical. Because the Mayans <laughs> said so. A, oh, yeah. A what cataclysmic event will... What else <laughs> do you vi- value from my ideology? Like, please uh, tell me how going to Facebook every day... And fucking driving your car to and from work. What else about Mayan fucking civilization? What I don't get about the Mayans is like, weren't, like, isn't that on an entirely different fucking calendar? Weren't they on like a totally different calendar than us? Who knows? Like, how the fuck would they? I, I, I don't know. I think so. And I think like a coincidence, like they, they calculated that it would end up on December 21st. Right. And yeah. so my entire thing with this is like, okay, this is a civilization that lived hundreds of years ago. And they're going to have their own system of uh, keeping track of elapsed time and they can predict to a period of 24 hours in which an event is going to happen <laughs> that will kill us all. What a crock of shit. <laughs> no, shit. no one takes into consideration that like they were a ripoff of a s- culture that existed before. Just, <laughs> we're, we're, no, no, seriously, like we're just uninformed about. The Incans, the Mayans, some of their most sacred fucking temples were there before they got there. A culture that existed before them had already built it and abandoned it. And then they went to it and then gave it praise again. Like the sun, I, I must sound really stupid to a few people, but it's either the Incans or the Mayans that like really appreciated the sun temple. Uh huh. The sun temple in that culture had already they existed. They found it. Yeah. They found yeah. it. Yeah. And then we're like, this is the sun temple, but it's like that, it, it already existed and we're appreciating those it's people's It's like Joseph Smith finding the golden tablets. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's the exact same thing. Would you find in that hat? <laughs> you know, this kind of ties into conversation about how, like, um, liberals, they fucking, like, uh, especially atheist liberals love to make fun of Christianity. And they'll see her and call, like, Mormonism stupid, and it's backwards, and it's fucking retarded. But, like, Islam is evil, and they don't fucking say shit about uh-huh. it. Like, how many Mormons do you see fucking chopping off each other's heads? <laughs> and, but but they'll, they'll make a good old laugh about Mormonism, how dumb those, those Christians are. But um, and they talk shit about polygamy too. Yeah, who gives a fuck? I don't. Who, what's yeah. the big deal? If it's consensual, no, no, right? I, I want to. We've had a podcast on it. Yeah, I actually think right. polygamy could help a lot of people out. I I think if you look at humans in a natural setting, if you took away government and the monetary system and things like that, I think polygamy would be a natural occurrence. Well, I mean, a man. 
ejaculates millions of sperm per fucking time he shoots out a load for some reason. He's got to impregnate a lot of women. It's yeah. just a natural order. Well, and think about this way. Like, a woman's, like, refractory period, or, like, she, a woman can have one baby every nine months. A man can have, like, pretty much infinite babies. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... Gang, just, that's why Genghis Khan is related to 15% of Asians. <laughs> line them up! Line them up! Everyone get some. <sighs> take it, so take a teaspoon. So generous with my sperm. Genghis Khan's mom was a Christian. Yeah. Did you fact check that? I did, and you were right. Are you serious? Yep. Yeah. Genghis Khan's mom was a Christian. I, I see, my, my, uh, Genghis was Khan wasn't around even that long ago. Like, I mean, obviously forever ago, not, not like a hundred years ago, but it was like in like 1200. So like, that, like I, I thought like Genghis Khan was like before Genghis Christ. Khan and Henry Ford had lunch one day. Right. <laughs> Those but, are my presidential candidates. Yep. Genghis Khan and Henry Ford. <laughs> yeah, Genghis Khan, like, on, there was a lot of things about Genghis Khan that I learned from the Marco Polo series where he was like, in terms of like rulership, it was literally... You can do whatever you want. Just understand, I'm in charge. Right. <laughs> like, it, devote yourself to whatever religion. Just know you're paying taxes to me and my agenda. At the time, that's, that's really that's, that's really liberal. reasonable. That's, that's extremely liberal. That's extremely liberal and reasonable. Mm-hmm. You can believe in whatever God. You can fuck who you want. <laughs> Don't fucking be a dick and murder people and rape people and take advantage of children. And understand, I'm the boss. And people are like, Genghis Khan was a bad dude. And and that's that's another one of those like Western civilization bias on history. Because it, cause that, that, there's no true statement when it comes to history that whoever wins the war is the one who wrote it. There's a lot of history we just aren't aware of because somebody lost and didn't get to tell their side. Yeah. People, like, the movie 300 came out. People were like, yeah, Spartans are the baddest motherfuckers alive. What we did to, like, northern Africa and parts of Asia in terms of, like, human innovation and we were where we were at at the times, we, we fucked ourselves as a species. There's parts of Asia and fucking Africa that were really fucking ahead of their time. And the Romans and Greeks and shit like that were like, fuck you, this is Sparta. And we were like, yeah, badass warriors yeah they fucking defended their shit but at the same time there's a lot of shit about the persians that if they fucking conquered the world it, a lot of shit might have worked out because it, there was a lot of shit going on at the time in terms of like innovation mm-hmm. uh have you guys heard of the arab slave trade Mm-mm. Like, like nobody fucking talks about this but it's huge like it happened like in the 12th to 15th century or something like basically all the all the Muslims at the time like that were like living like northern Africa and stuff they like literally sailed on ships up to like England like as far they would sail all and just raid take people back they would kidnap like white Christians and take them back and and enslave them for like hundreds of years in Africa and like nobody knows about it but it's just crazy it's crazy to think like white Christians were being slaved in like slaves in Africa like Muslims and everything but it was like it was, it was a huge phenomenon going and like during that time people people scared as fucking shit because like these people just show up in some random village fucking take everybody and just run away. I don't understand that though how do they just show up like didn't these people like kill them I don't know, it was probably, like, a, <laughs> it was, like, coastal villages, so they just, like, show up with, like, a fucking whole bunch of men with clubs, like, surprise them while they're sleeping. All right, let's fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're gonna, we're gonna end on that, I think. All right. This has been another episode of Two Nuts and a Dick.
Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, any podcast service. We're on it. Follow us on Twitter at Aaron the Wizard, Adam Livingston underscore, and at Pat Deneva. Pat Deneva. We love you. Bye. Bye.